Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everybody, this is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm your host. I'm the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. And some of my friends just finished fitness. I did, if you can't tell. It's all over sweat. But this is a fitness podcast, so I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. What kind uh, of fitness we are you th- doing? I just went for a run with Murph and it was uh, very humid. Very oh, it humid. is really sticky here. We went for a four mile run, so. Nice. So Any speaking dog of. Attacks? Huh? Any dog attacks? No. Okay. Go ahead, Scott. Well, that was my segue to, <laughs> speaking of uh, Murph walking and dog attacks, um, when we last left you, Amy, you were going to meet with the dog's owners that evening uh, to discuss what had happened to poor Murph last yep. week. And so do you want to update our listeners uh, who are asking about that? Well, first, I have to tell you that I was a little bit freaked out because it was thunderstorming and Merv hates thunderstorms. So I was like, they're going to come over and he's going to be acting like a maniac. And they're not going to believe me that Merv was the one that was attacked. (laughs) But um, by the time they got over there, had calmed down some and they came in and um, they could tell immediately you know because he's got the big shave mark and they so they're like is this smurf and i was like yeah and they the first thing they said was we are so sorry that happened and they said just so you know this is completely out of character for our dog she's 13 um we had the lawn person over there earlier and i he said i had just let the dog out and then 10 minutes had been come by and the dog hadn't come back in which the dog normally does and so he realized the gate was open and called the dog back and you know as far as he knew there was nothing um that had happened and so when i you know explained to everything what has happened they just said that they were totally shocked because they have three dogs at their house and even a puppy and their their 13 year old dog doesn't seem bothered by by anything or doesn't show any aggression um and so they were extremely apologetic and um offered to pay the vet bill and um they did which that wasn't ever necessarily my intention. My intention was more so just to let them know what had happened so that they would be prepared if they, or know that their dog, maybe their dog is sick or, or whatnot. So apologetic, sent us um, the money. And um, so it couldn't have gone any better other than not being attacked, but you know. So how, how is Murph doing? Is he still gleefully going on walks or? He is. Um, well, 
he also doesn't like bikes. And so I started a running group, like training group for some people at the gym who are wanting to train for the uh, Columbus Marathon. And so we went Sunday on a run and we went on this well-known bike or running trail bike path. And it was, he was very anxious on that. So he doesn't like the barks coming or the bikes coming by. And so I have to do a lot of stopping with him and sitting and then sprinting to catch up with the group. So I'm doing more sprint intervals during this long distance training. So it's just great. More well-rounded, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Sprint, distance, whatever. Sit, stop, start. Good. So we would uh, be remiss not to mention our title sponsor, RX Smart Gear. Uh, best jump rope in the business. Um, they are our type of sponsor. We love them to death. And they have supplied us with that new Evo free, I guess is what they're calling it, FRE. Um, and we gave one of those away. Uh, there was some instructions you had to do on Instagram and YouTube. And we put those names into a wheel. And so we are going to announce who that winner is uh, as we spin the wheel now. Congratulations, Jenny Banesh. She's a, she's a friend of mine. She's actually a judge. Um, I say a friend of mine. I didn't rig the drawing or anything, but uh, so Jenny for a long time and she's a, definitely a loyal listener. So thanks to her and uh, enjoy your prize package. Make sure when you get it, uh, once we get in touch with you that you tag yourself in some posts, you know, drinking out of the wine glass or wearing the shirt and, uh, and all that good stuff. And we'd love to see how you like the jump rope. Yeah, definitely want to see how she likes the brand new super speed rope. Uh, from RX Mark here. And if you're interested in that, they're not for sale yet, but you can check them out and uh, look for other jump ropes and grips and things of that nature at rxmarkgear.com and use the code Clydesdale15, all caps, to get 15% off your order. So we got the dog update. Um, we got the giveaway done. It's been an exciting couple weeks. Uh, what's going on with everyone? Can we talk about the heartache that's happening in my house right now? Yes, we can. So my daughter broke up with her boyfriend of seven months, and we are dealing with all of the emotions right now. Um, her decision, um, right decision for her, I think. Um, things were getting a little too serious, a little too fast. She's only 16. Like, let's face it, you know, chances are you're not going to marry the person that you fall in love with when you're 16. Um and I just feel sorry for both of them. You know, it's just, it sucks either way. She doesn't want to see him hurt and he doesn't understand why she's doing it. And she doesn't like some other guy. It's not, you know, it's not that kind of a situation. I'm proud of her for being so mature and sort of ending things when she thought she should and not, you know, doing the convenient thing, like letting someone on and then waiting for someone else to come by, you know, to sort of distract you from the pain and all that. But, you know, I'm, I'm loving up on my mom role right now to be, you know, supportive for her and, um, and even for him, you know, he texted me and made me cry and <laughs> it's kind of sad. Um, but you know, that's what happens with relationships, unfortunately, when you're young like that. So it's just been a rough week for everybody. Yeah, Charlie, I can imagine. What, Charlie, what happened at your house today? Oh, we had a first day of school. Mm -hmm. First day of second grade. 
today. He rode his bike to school, didn't he? Rode his bike to school with his little buddy. And yeah. Maxed up. Mm-hmm. Helmet and on. Helmet Yeah. Safety first. Safety is everybody first. else going to school, Charlie, or just your youngest? Does everyone start or does we got a start kindergartner starting tomorrow? Okay. And then we got a preschooler next week. Everyone's almost out. Just another 18 more years, and then I'm free. <laughs> that's great how's the dog training going terrible yeah he's he i think he is in the mode of uh i i'll go outside but i'm gonna pee in the house i don't know i don't know about this grass thing (sighs) i'm just gonna i'll hang out here outside for four hours but then when i as soon as i come back in i'm gonna pee on the ground so (laughs) yeah my dogs are, um, and I can see from here, we have a like a patio on the ground floor and like a deck on the second floor. And my dogs are now pooping on the deck and on the patio instead of on the grass. And we have, you know, a third of an acre of grass out there and this much room of concrete, for some reason, that's more enjoyable. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> it's easier to scrape it off. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, it's gross. Um, speaking of dogs, I don't know if you all, I traveled last week, Thursday and Friday, out to Fort Wayne, Indiana for um, some pre-work for Masters Fitness Collective. Got out to see the venue. I had like three or four very important dog encounters that I want to tell you all about. So the first one was a service dog, Australian Shepherd puppy with the bluest eyes, sat in the plane seat right in front of me. Do you think I did anything but like pop my head over, through, and around the side of that chair the entire I'm flight su- i'm surprised you didn't switch seats i i considered it <laughs> i really did um so that was that and then when i stayed at my friend bobby's house he's got three dogs but one is this gigantic uh great dane black and white ground great dane named, named balboa and he is so funny because he's super like loud and barky like when you come through the door he barks he's this this ferocious bark but he's just kind of like sort of like a cautionary bark like I'm not really sure who you are but you know you can go right up to him and like stick your head in his mouth and he's not gonna you know hurt you but he's still kind of like barking real loud and then on the way home across from my gate was sitting a young man in his 20s with this King Charles Cavalier puppy in his lap and of course it's my gate so I'm about to sit next to him anyway because I needed to charge my phone And I approach him and I say, you know, oh my gosh, can I see your dog? You know, can I say hi to your dog? And he literally takes the puppy off his lap and hands him to me and says, here. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. So I sat down next to him. We talked for 45 minutes. I know the whole story about the dog. We are now Instagram friends and I'm keeping touch with Rusty and my new friend who I don't even know his name, but he's a mechanic for American Airlines, lives in Charlotte and he has a new puppy and I fell in love with it. Highlight of my trip. So his name doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's all about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so you were in Fort Wayne, yes. uh, Masters Fitness Collective coming up Labor Day weekend. It's going to be good. Uh, you got to see the new venue. Yes. Uh, how was it in comparison to last year? I mean, we have like 70,000 square feet. It's a 
state-of-the-art, brand new facility, practically gorgeous. Um, there's a balcony where the media team is going to be recording and live streaming both floors. Um, it's going to be awesome. There's plenty of room for, there's going to be a vendor village. There's going to be, you know, multiple warm-up rooms, two different floors. So there's going to be like a lifting floor and, a, and a, where we can do wads without a rig. And then there's going to be a 15 lane rig on the other side, bleacher seating, like completely different from last year and super, super excited. We're also doing another swim event, um, which is going to be off site like it was last year. So the masters get to swim, which is super cool because, you know, typically aside from the games, you're not swimming, you know, unless you're going to Dubai or something and, you know, they don't have masters there. So it's a really cool um, opportunity for masters athletes to get their swim on. I'm really excited about it. Be awesome. yeah, and I really enjoyed the swim event last year because it's it was more like the old school pool yep. uh, swim one where you it was like kettlebell snatches I think yeah. last year and mm -hmm. and um, and the swim so it was very is, different. Yeah, this is going to be. We don't have all the details yet. We're still working out them, but I think it's going to be the swim event is just going to be a pure swim event, but on the premises, a second event um, with the D ball is going to be you know, part of it. So there will be two separate scored events there um, at the pool site. So yeah, it's gonna be great. I can't wait. So I Charlie, I, I know oh. you've talked about maybe wanting to do the Masters Fitness Collective. How's your swimming training going? Yeah, so that's what I was I was just thinking. And I, I guess I need to brush up on my laps. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking. That you're gonna have a swim thing. As long as it's not in the lake and I don't catch whatever those athletes caught. Huh. Yeah, right. In they the are... The programming for the swim is really safe for people that you know aren't great swimmers either you can still sort of be a part of the event and you know and have it be like a damage control type thing but it's not it's not unsafe at all and um i saw the tickets went on sale for the spectators tickets went on sale for spectators there is thursday there's a community event where even judges and volunteers can be a part of that competition it's a Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to mess up the name of it, but it's, it's like some unique format where you literally go and you do your three workouts right in a row for, for the event. So you can be there for like an hour and 15 minutes and finish your whole days of competition. And then the scoring comes out at the end. Um, I think it's teams of two male or female. Um, there's multiple divisions with that. It's just a fun little community thing to do to kick off the weekend. Um, and then on Saturday night, we're planning a um, volunteer dinner for volunteers. And I think we're going bowling. So that'll be fun. Cool. Yep. And we still need volunteers and we still need people to come and watch and we still need all that stuff. So if you're interested and you're going to be in the area, come on by, shoot me a DM, get in touch with Scott, whatever. We'll put you to work and we'll give you some cool stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, again, I say it all the time. One of my favorite events ever, um, and I uh, can't wait to go because uh, I just love hanging out with those athletes. They're just very approachable, um, and we'll be there as a podcast uh, with our own little table doing interviews throughout the weekend, um, so that'll be fun. Um, I got, it's confession time with the Clydesdale again. Good, I was going to ask you. Um, and so... While I'm, my nutrition has been on point and I've been doing really, really, really well, um, I have not stepped on the scale since before the games. Oh. And 
um, I can't bring myself to do it. And I think, um, I think that like things are going so well, like I'm like, I wore a double X shirt out in public for the first time in probably four or five years on Monday. Um, and it was comfortable. And like, I feel like my clothes are fitting better. Like I feel like when I look in the mirror, things are much thinner. Um, and I don't want any negative feedback from the scale. Do you have and, to weigh yourself? Um, yeah, it's kind of part of the program I'm on. Yeah. I think you, this is me trying to be encouraging. Um, I think you need information. All information is a tool. So stepping on the scale gives you information. That's all it is. It's not a judgment. It's just information. Yeah. And I guess it depends on what emphasis you put on it, right? It sounds like because you're afraid to do it, that you're putting probably more emphasis on it than needs to be on it. And you just talked about all these other milestones that you've hit, that you're able to feel good about your size so that you want to try to put that in the forefront, you know, of, of your mind versus what the number on the scale is. Because at the end of so the day, it's more about how you look and how you feel. It's not about what the number on the scale is. So my brain, tells me that that is correct, right? Like sure. all that other information is awesome. And the, it's just a number when it comes up on the scale. Um, but my emotional side, I don't think I can control and tell it to not take it for more than just information. Mm -hmm. So play that scenario. What if I'm you're just, 10 pounds heavier than you were when you came out from the games, but all those other markers are fine. Like what does that do to you? I don't know. I'm afraid. Like I'm just being transparent. I am mm -hmm. really afraid of what my emotional state would be if I got on and found out I was 10 pounds heavier. Okay. So what if you stood on scale and you didn't look at it, but had had uh, like FaceTime somebody to look at it, like your nutrition coach and record it? I guess that's a possibility, mm -hmm. but you know, I've shared all the good times. I've shared. What happens like, if it's not up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it could be not up. It could be down. Could be down. It could be. Like I watched back the inter one of the interviews we did yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, my face is so much thinner than it was even weeks ago right and then um and like I put on that shirt and I was like holy shit I'm in a double x and I'm just afraid like what I don't want to lose the progress and I don't know I'm in a it's just a weird place and I'm just being transparent because I've shared all the good stuff that's happened to me and this is just a mental battle that I am trying to fight and I know that I need to get over it at some point and figure it out but it's I'm really struggling I'll keep talking about it. That's all you can do. I think you just do it. And just do it. And then we go from there. Charlie's yeah. all about ripping off the band-aid, right, Charlie? Rip the band-aid. I am too, actually. <laughs> can I be transparent about something now? Yes. I've been crying every night. Every hey. night. Schmoopy? Schmoopy's going 10 minutes away. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's about 20. <laughs> and yes 
I have been crying every night about it. Mm -hmm. Not because, first of all, it's actually very much surprised me. I was like, I did not think I was that mom. I did not think I was that mom that, because I su I'm very into like, I value my independence. I'm not, you know, I, I like to ha have my own hobbies and things that I like to do. I'm not all about doing everything for my kids. Although I have a very close relationship with my kids, but I just, it's, it surprised me. And then it's not that like, I know I'll still be a mom is that things will be different, right? It's just like dinner times are going to feel different the morning, the whole house dynamics are going to change. And I think that there can be some really awesome, positive things about it. It's just that unknown piece where I'm at right now, that's making me feel weepy. So tomorrow's the day. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Just get a great day. It's just as big as him. And then just <laughs> pretend that it's him. That's true. I've tried to get another one, but another dog, but no. Oh, I, and I think, and I think really it's like that final exam. Mm -hmm. You know, you've you've done all the preparedness, you've done all the studying, you've you've worked with your child, and this is this is their moving on to see if all the stuff you taught them and mm -hmm. all the stuff you've gone through is going to pay off and they're going to do their thing. And knowing Nate and knowing you, he's going to do amazing. Totally. Um, but it's just, it's that unknown. Like now it's, it's all on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to miss Braden. That's, I mean, I'm not necessarily, I'm super excited for him to, be playing baseball and I'm super excited for him to take these classes and to have a roommate and to be on his own and you know have to wash a dish and do a laundry and all that kind of stuff super excited about it I'm just I mean it's more selfish for me like I'm just gonna miss him yeah like, I'm used to having him around and whether in like you said Amy whether it's 20 minutes or five oh, and a half hours in my yeah. you know in my case it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of difference it's just they're not there right they're not right there um, and, you know, and so many things are happening to them that we as parents are used to sort of keeping tabs on, right? Like when you go to school and you have practice and all that kind of stuff, like you can check in every day, you sort of know what they're doing. You know, they're on Life360 or you see that you have access to their schedule and all that kind of stuff. And it's like now they're just like out there doing their thing and try not to be, not to act like that desperate parent that's calling them every five minutes. What'd you have for lunch? You know, did you take a shower? Did you brush your teeth? What kind of toothpaste did you use? Um, did, did you, you use toothpaste? Or the black socks, right? I mean, I'm actually most worried about that. <laughs> Are you going to brush your teeth? I got news for you. That is something that we struggle with at my house too. It is too. It, it never gets easier. It's a guy thing. It is. <laughs> well, and, and I'll tell you this, like, you know, I'm the oldest of this group. Um, you know, when I went to school, it was, I got a calling card. And like, I could only use it some as much, like my parents were like, we can't afford you calling us every day. You know, <laughs> you got to use it sparingly. Um, even back then, you know, when you could get 10 cents a minute, it was cheaper after nine and all this. Now, my daughter FaceTimes us four times a day. Yeah. You know, and it's all free and it's, it's just very different than when we went. And so I think when, when she left, I put on like what I went through, but it's very different for them now. The communication yeah. is so easy. Yeah, I don't know though. I think girls are different too. I know that like Eliana would definitely FaceTime me multiple times a day. She does now. Braden, I mean, I call him, he responds with a text. <laughs> you know, I FaceTime him, he responds with a text. He is not 
not a FaceTime guy. That also makes me sad. But I am proud of myself because speaking of Life 360, I told Nate, I said, hey, you're 18 now. You're going away. I don't need to be following you on Life mm. 360. And the whole reason we got it was when they first started driving, like just yeah. so for safety and all that. And so in his response was, he's just like his dad. He's like, well, if you don't want to know where I'm at, then you probably shouldn't be following me. And I was like, that's what I'm saying. I want you to have your experience. And I don't, my parents didn't have access to find out where I was going mm -hmm. all the time. Thanks. So I don't want to know. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I did not give him that option. I actually had a conversation with him last week that said, you know, you're still going to have to be on my 360, right? Because <laughs> I just, I don't care where you are within the Williamsburg area, but I need to know if for some reason you get, you know, kidnapped and taken to another state. I just need to know about it. So, and speaking yeah. of Life 360, the boyfriend that we just broke up with was also recently added to our Life 360. Mm. And, and I noticed today that he's not on it anymore. And that just made me sad too. <laughs> All these boys are leaving me. <laughs> See, Corey was on ours for a little bit when she went to college. And initially I would look and say, oh, look, she's in her building. She's actually at class. And then a couple of weeks and I was like, you know what? She's doing good. I'm just, and so we, we, we disabled the link, but yeah. Yeah. That's, you guys don't know Brayden. That's not possible right now. <laughs> Maybe next year. I don't know, but not happening. <laughs> The kid will be in like England and call me and be like, hey, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, oh my God. Oh, we have something to talk about on the podcast that we talked about this weekend, but our listeners don't know. I don't think about Charlie's weekend workout. Oh, yeah. Last week we had a question. Double D's. Yeah. Where we said, what is the one body weight movement that you would want to do if you had to do a thousand in a day? And Charlie did it for real. Yes, I did. And I can still feel my chest. I've been finding every door frame in every outlet possible. People what? at Giant Eagle are like, what are you doing on this aisle? I'm just looking at the bayonets. Don't worry about it. But the best part is he comes in Tuesday morning to class that I'm coaching. I go, oh, Charlie, you, you ready to do push-ups today? They thought I was kidding, but there really were push-ups in the workout. Whoever programmed push-ups. It was in there, but it was only a hundred. You didn't have to no, do it. It was only a hundred. Yeah. A, a tenth of what you did. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like a warm-up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what the listeners can't appreciate either is that this all transpired like within a group chat of the four of us as it was happening. You know, it was like, I'm gonna do a thousand push-ups and you know. Amy, the voice of reason comes in with like, you're going to get rhabdo. And then I come in with mm -hmm. like a little bit of like, well, maybe if you, you know, spread it out over the course of a few hours, it wouldn't be too bad. And, you know, Charlie just automatically comes out with, I'm doing it and I'm doing it in under two hours. <laughs> <laughs> too late. <laughs> so I've already started. Already started. I hear you're you done in like, you were done in like an hour and a half, weren't you? Hour and a half. But the, yeah, the best was our group chat because then Scott goes, the, the best thing about this is I can predict what everybody's about to say before they send it. <laughs> and he did to a T. Yep. Because we are so like in our own groove and predictable. Yeah. Um, Amy is the mom to take care of, like make sure everybody's <laughs> safe. 
Cat <laughs> is the negotiator to try to like make yep. it easier on people. I ride the line. Yeah. Charlie is all gas, no break. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm like, what is it? I'll do it. Let's go. Maybe we should. Nope, it's already started. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott's the observer, right? Yep. The silent observer. <laughs> Conversation starter. Just putting it that's all together. Why. Listen, yeah. that's that's just that's exactly what just happened because <laughs> I they said, you know what? Why didn't somebody get COVID in this group? Sure, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. That's exactly what happened. I'll go do it. No big deal. I think it was more like you go to get COVID and then it was like, oh, you did get COVID. Listen. What? Me and COVID. We hung out a little bit. Yeah, I didn't like her. So she had to go. I took her off my life 365 or whatever it's called. The fun little experiment was that the vaccine works for the the three of us. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I mean, we couldn't have been in more close contact from riding in a car together. (laughs) For many hours, sleeping and snoring. Yeah. I tell people the story about my roommate and they always say, oh, she, something, so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, it was a he, but whatever. Yeah. (laughs) That's my roommate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, I know Kat, we, we don't have like prepared questions this week. Uh, because we wanted to get some updates out there and the and the prizes out. But Up Before You Coffee is sponsoring questions. So we'll do one. Cat has one off the cuff. Go to upbeforeyou.com. Use Clydesdale 20, all caps. Get 20% off your order. Uh, delicious coffee. You'll love it. Go do it. Okay. So I know you guys are all from the same place. So you have to come up with different answers. If your state was represented by a food, what would it be? I will start since I knew the question ahead of time and I'm from a different state than everyone else, Delaware. Um, I'm gonna go with Scrapple. I don't even know if what? you Midwesterners even know what Scrapple is. Nope. Maybe. No, never heard of it? Nope. No. Wow, so Scrapple is a pork byproduct. Um, it's shaped in like a cube. Think of like a sausage cube kind of. Like Spam? Nope. Um, it's definitely different than spam. It's fresh. It's not canned. And then you slice it and either deep fry it or fry it on a griddle with a little butter and something. It, consider it like a sausage or a bacon, but it's all the all the leftover parts of the pig, basically. You wouldn't want to read the ingredients necessarily, but it is a delicacy here in Delaware. Um, and if you've never had like a scrapple egg and cheese sandwich, you are missing out. There is a place around the corner here called Brunch uh, Brunch or some kind of brunch place. And they make something called a gondola. Remember I talked, I think I talked about this, the gondola. Big piece of French bread, scoop out the inside, eggs with like creme fraiche and scrapple inside. Delicious. It tastes like what now? Bacon? Um, it tastes like crispy, crispy, thin sausage. Very hard to explain. It's delicious. Scott, you've had it, right? Yep. Sometimes I guess people will take the, it's like I said, in sort of like a square and you slice it, it makes like little rectangles. And I guess some people will put like flour on the outside of it, maybe and deep fry it. But I just, you know, put it in a, in a pan, pan fry it. It's delicious. Next time you guys come, I'll treat you, my treat. Okay. 
Well, I'll go with my home state, not my living state, because okay. just to be different. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, home of the Yinzers, and we are famous for our sandwiches that have everything on it. Uh, egg, sausage, we know you can get it in different meats, but then French fries, coleslaw, all of it smushed into one nice big Permanti Brothers sandwich is what it's called. Permanti is the home of it. Um, and it is throughout. And then the fry and coleslaw thing have taken over. You can get it on your salad. You can get it on your sandwich, whatever. But that is a Western Pennsylvania Yinzer type deal. And it is absolutely delicious. Is that why, Charlie, you make those jokes all the time about French fries on your salad? Yes. Yes. Okay. Makes sense now. Yeah. We, that, we have French fries on our salad to this day mm -hmm. in my house. Wow. Well, the only thing I can think of for Ohio is I think about Cincinnati and I think about Skyline Chili, which is mm -hmm. the hot dog and spaghetti and chili um, on one. Wait, wait, say this again. So it's a hot dog, spaghetti. In a bun? In a bun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Spaghetti and chili on top. Spaghetti. Like yeah. in a red sauce like or just... Just the pasta. The sorry. Chili. pasta. And chili is the, yeah. Wow. Ooh, cheese and onion. And you, you and can onion. actually get just the pasta, like pasta, chili, cheese. I think that's called a three-way, right? Yeah. And you can get it with onion, mm. four-way, five-way. There's, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't either, but I just, that's the one thing I know, like from Ohio, because, but it's more South Cincinnati, but we still You've have- You've never yeah. tried one? I have tried it, but I don't. Okay. Yeah. You're not like, yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe Grater's ice cream. Ooh, also Cincinnati. Or, actually, you know what it probably is? It's those little Buckeyes that I don't eat either, which is the chocolate peanut butter on the oh, inside. Yeah. Did I not think of that, Charlie? You're My amazing. mom makes those. They're delicious. Um, yeah. I'll the, probably Buckeye. say those. The Buckeye State oh, were a poisonous nut. <laughs> but the Graders is a good one too, because it's that French pot ice cream that's very different. Fun fact. French pot? What does that mean? Delicious. That's what it's means. made in two quart, right? It's Got. small, very small. Small batches. Well, I'll, I'll ask the expert because, fun fact, Scott Radowski used to work at Graders making the ice cream in college. And here was the deal. How, what what's the size that you made that French pot then? Two quarts or two yeah. two gallons? Sorry, two gallons. And if he made a mistake or somebody there made a mistake, and the mistake would be like putting dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate chips into something. Mm -hmm. If they made a mistake, they couldn't sell that because that's not what's you know listed. And so he, he would have a two gallon mistake every once in a while, and that would be amazing. Because oh, then it would have to come home. I love it. That's why when we got married, I was the heaviest I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> All the ice cream. Yes. The black cherry chocolate chip, freaking amazing. It is. It's one of the best sellers. And the peach. Okay. Mm. All right. We're talking about too much ice cream. Time to move on.
Okay, yeah. We'll get some focus here. Yeah. All right. So that is our question of the week. So in your comments, make sure you leave a comment of what is a famous food from where you're from. Yeah. Um, cool. And we'll kind of talk about that maybe next week a little bit. And I'll put it out as a poll question on Instagram. Um, and just to, to clear up, we did that last week um, super fast. Uh, the thousand, the thousand uh, reps, uh, we got REM breaths, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, we got finger bends. Um, we got jumping jacks. I think the, the biggest one was air squats. Uh, that was the winner by a mile um, on that one. And the other category was we started with Miracle Whip or Mayo. Oof. And I lost big time. Uh-huh. Uh, and your mom even commented. I know. I know. No surprise there. I know. Uh, I lost on that. Uh, Miracle Whip lost big time. I, and then what was the other? What condiment could you not do without? Um, and the winner was ranch dressing. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, with mustard second and mayo, I think tied. Beer cheese didn't make it. Didn't make the cut. Beer cheese did not make it. A jelly made it. We got it. We had a jelly. We had a salsa. We had a relish. Um, so we had some interesting answers. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was on our, my story last week. And so we'll do that again this week with this question and kind of see what we get there. And this week we are dropping another episode. Uh, with an athlete. It is coming out tomorrow because um, today's Wednesday. We'll drop it Thursday evening and it is Sam Cornier. Uh, it is a very good interview. I think we got more than we expected um, from Sam. He got cut in the final cut at the games and he kind of tells you why and what he was going through during that week uh, that forced him to make miss the cut and a very transparent conversation uh, with Sam. And I think you all enjoy that. Yeah, and let's talk about who we released yesterday because we didn't get to talk about that. Yeah, we released Ariel Lowen yesterday. Um, and for those of you who didn't hear the first episode, make sure you go back and check it out. It's really good. She actually was a an hour a day class member who ended up qualifying for the Granite Games, um, added some accessory work, won the Granite Games. Um, and then she did admit to us on this one that she upped her training for the games, but ended up as the 14th fittest woman in the world after retiring in 2018. And um, we kind of talk about that. And one of the really fun things was now that you've had all this success, what is the temptation to push forward? And she actually talks about that her priorities aren't the games. Her priorities are her family and the reason she retired and that she wants to kind of stick to the same plan that she's done this year. So um, it's really cool. And yeah, make it sure was, you check it was out. interesting. It was interesting to hear her in her interview too. Every time she talked about certain events, she she alluded to the fact that she needs to work on this or she needs to work on that. And that was, I was waiting to get to the end to talk about like, okay, well, you have all these things now that you said you're going to work on, like, are you going to work on them? And is that sort of a goal for yourself? Give it a listen. It's a really good episode. Thank you. And uh, yeah. Anybody got anything good on the internet? Well, oh, Amy does. I just have from listening to the um, people at my house 
keep talking about this and it was the dinner time conversation was talking about um tim tebow tim tebow getting cut from trying to be a tight end so mm -hmm. there was lots of uh of, i don't want to say giggling but a lot of um a lot of talk about tim tebow last night at our house so um if you yeah. watch them in that preseason game yeah you pretty much know why. a lot about like his own teammates coming coming in to catch the ball because he can't catch it and and him missing the blocks and blocking his own teammates so was uh yeah, i i haven't played in 30 years and i think i would have known the blocking schemes better than he did <laughs> yeah great so there we go yeah so those were the conversations that we were having last night so yeah yeah, I've just been trying to catch up on all the content from the games um, because when you're there, you don't really have time to do that. And so I've just been going back through that. Um, and there's some good stuff. Um, uh, Dave Castro put out a new podcast, uh, the CrossFit Games podcast. There's been only been one episode. It talks about the first day of the CrossFit Games. Um, supposedly coming out will be day two, day three, and day four. Um, and they're going to rotate hosts. Uh, so that should be interesting. Uh, but he, you do learn a lot. Dave does talk about some of the things that went into it. And I thought it was a really good episode. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Okay. And so thank you, RX Mark here. We got to give away one of these bad boys. And like I said, we have one more to give away. And I'm just trying to figure out how we want to do that. Um, I think I'm going to do it in connection with Masters Fitness Collective in some way. Um, but uh, we'll let you know and you can get another chance to win one of these jump ropes that aren't even on sale yet. So with that, thank you so much. Make sure you comment, click the like button, subscribe, do all that stuff. It helps us a ton when you do that. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.